The following podcast will contain graphic, disgusting, crass, foul, mature, and immature content. This is Rascal Toscobble, half-elf rogue. And nothing will stop me from killing Chad. It's just not in hard meat. Oh wow. The high off wizard. And I'm invincible. This is Sir Colvick Dykesy. Half orc cleric. And I like my lasagna baked. on the very good adventuring team. But I wondered if you might pass along a message to Chad for me. I would like to have a private conversation with Chad at some point, and I'm wondering if you could help arrange that. Why are you saying, oh yeah, enjoy your fucking raisins? (laughs) (laughs) I'm happy you're happy. Oh? We may have mentioned, is Mitch undead at all? What what is Mitch's uh, race? Uh, Mitch's race is alive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's what everybody should be. <laughs> what say you, magic s- silly people? You gentlemen aren't intending on attacking this this dragon directly, are you? Uh, Cryphalex is immeasurably powerful. Uh, how, uh, if I might ask, are you uh, are you going to uh, approach this particular obstacle? Hard to say. We're probably going to wing it. For what do you uh, think, Mitch? Do you feel like being part of this adventure? Ooh, uh, I don't think that I have the skills. Mitch, 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 Mitch. Don't, doesn't the dragon have jewels to put on the thing we're making? Ding, 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 ding. Uh, yes, the dragon okay. has jewels. Yeah, go, smart you, guy. Okay. You guys, uh, First, we do have to find a back entrance and get there first. That's the biggest. Gotta yeah. find the back door entrance. Yeah, like we gotta go behind and really get in there. Really just really just ram ourselves into that back door entrance. Way up in there. Penetrate. Ew. <laughs> that, that one sounds like you're, you're on the can. And like that was like slightly spread open and like... <laughs> Totally was, naked butthole was, Yeah, it was like a, a metal can inside of a, like a a room that would be in like a park or somewhere, like a concrete wall around it. Mm, okay, that's what A good at. slappy epo- uh, echo off the walls. Sound like a 20-foot butthole in the Sydney Opera House. Was a- <laughs> <laughs> Just like you're in a basement yeah. or something. Like- I'm excited. I'm excited to do that. I'm going to fight in the Sydney Opera House. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what the acoustics would be like for that. Do you think you could fart loud enough to be heard in the back of the Opera House? Well, there's only one way to know. Oh, I for bet. Sure. Yeah. 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 The acoustics. I mean, like, uh, it makes me want to go find a band shell now. Like, there's got to be a band shell somewhere near here that we could go and test out fart acoustics in. There's one on Lake Minnetonka. That's the only oh, one I can true. think of. It's, like, in the city. There's got to be more. I don't know. It sounds like something that science would appreciate, though. Do you ever want to go science to like demands. the quietest room in the world or like the scientific place where they go to? Oh, it's in Minnesota, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do fighting in there and see. You know what? That's Don't they say if you're in the quietest room drives in the world, you crazy. it drives you yeah. crazy? You'd have to fart just to stay sane. <laughs> <laughs> fart like insanity depends on <laughs> <laughs> Only one thing can save you. <laughs> I was in there losing my mind. <laughs> and then I was glad for that can of beans. <laughs> <laughs> it's God's way to keep you sane. <laughs> to the north of you, Roscoe, you see a small chamber, maybe 15, 20 feet total from you. And it just sort of ends in like a 
what do they call that when it's a pile of like meat and viscera char- charnel carnal is it charnel i don't think i've ever heard that word said out loud charnel pile it's just like the the butchering leftovers from whatever the kobolds have been eating but to your left you see another room that opens up a little further i assume you go in that direction yeah here i go murdering again <laughs> oh boy <laughs> You enter another room. Let's see how many kobolds there are in this room. This is a pretty big room. Let's roll a ten-sided dice this time. You find five kobolds, and they are all laying in this room asleep. Fucking child's play. <laughs> Here I go killing again. Did you guys follow me like 20 feet behind me? Yeah, let's just say they're back there. You gonna yeah, watch me murder? Can they see me murder? I, th- I think maybe uh, Mitch is like in the front of the group and is just like what are you doing in there <laughs> I love that 24 that's one down 33 two down Thir- uh, 22 three down 20 good to go one last 30 murder 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 yes. lots of sleep murdering oh and I take sweet joy in it too is this the first murder Mitch has ever seen uh, I think so and he's just I think I think maybe in the dim light because he's a human. Like you guys all have dark vision, and he's just kind of struggling and squinting. And then he like maybe he hears more than sees what's happening here. As the wet guttural sounds come out from these things, they're twenty feet away. Can I splash blood that far? Do you think? <laughs> <laughs> like you aim an artery at, br- <laughs> <or> at- <laughs> <laughs> fucking Dexter over here. Uh-huh. Anywho, they're all dead. So I look around this room. Do I see anything? Oh, let's see if there's anything in this room. Oh, there is. You find a little pile of... Treasure, treasure, treasure. Six gold. Yes. Go to my other screen and put six gold in my pocket. Add that to the old coffers. (laughs) I'll put it in my pocket. I'm going to move into the room Roscoe's in right now. And just look around and... I know what was going to happen, what I was going to see, but still in horror. I'm like, oh my god. Guy's a madman. Well, like it was a ballet of death. I was dancing and slashing. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Let's see. <laughs> that, that, like you saying that, made me think of the oh yeah. Boom, boom. Oh, I would yeah. say that voice in the voice of Tommy Boy where he's trying to make that sail and he's like, woo, woo, and comes the meat wagon. <laughs> Guy steps out of the ambulance. Oh my god. <laughs> New guy's puking his guts out in the back. It would be really funny to have, like, the ballet of death scene of Roscoe, like, dancing through this cavern, killing these people, but that the Ferris Bueller song is playing instead of... <laughs> bomp, bomp. And, like, on the, on the bomp, bomp, it's like, stab, stab. <laughs> bomp, bomp. Stab, stab, stabby. Do, 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 do. Bomp, bomp. Uh, so let's see, how does, it's really hard not to call him Brant now that I have, I know, I keep looking at a picture of Brant on the map. That's who I've been visualizing this entire time, like, ah, oh yes, <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, let's see how he reacts to all this killing, though. Uh, he is a little more into it than you guys would have expected. Uh, <laughs> He comes out, I mean, like, he unsheathes his sword, and he comes kind of, like, stumbling into the room. Like, obviously the deed's all done already, but he's just kind of, like, looking around back and forth, like, ready to stab something. I'd actually, <laughs> I'd actually ask, Mitch, have you ever stabbed anyone before? Oh, no, not at all. Stab oh. one of these. Yeah, the same. <laughs> stab a corpse. Is there one that's kind of half alive or anything like that? Or? Oh, no. There Roscoe is, is skilled at his trade. Okay. Um, but, you know, so he goes over. I and should bring one back. I should bring one back to life just so oh, no. can kill him. <laughs> that's I, fucked up. <laughs> should we tie him up first? Or? Uh, no. That's like, that's like when, you know, Pops I? caught you with a cigarette and made you smoke the rest of the pack. Like, bring it. We could tie them all up and then bring them all back to life. And then you're gonna kill every one of these cobalts <laughs> before the night's over. I don't care. If you- <laughs> oh lord, that was so. What is tonight? Oh my goodness. You should wipe wow. off that chair. <laughs> I'm gonna Lysol it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. You might as well just burn it. Uh-huh. I love these chairs. I'm sure that whatever these things are, there's got to be some poly or something on these. It's yeah. it. not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to refinish the, just that chair. <laughs> he 
farted the polyurethane right off. I'm actually, I'm 100% gonna do that, by the way. Oh no. Are yeah. you, you're gonna bring one back? Yeah. We vivify one of these cobalt past minute. <sighs> All right, man. So, I'm gonna pin it down with my immovable rod. If you stay with us, I don't wanna be squealing at the, some weird moment. So you guys, you, you, what, you roll him onto his back and pin him down with the immovable rod. Oh my god, you're gonna have him stab him in the back too? Not no, back. he's on his back. Oh, he's on his back. Yeah. Okay. He's on his back. You pin him down, Kolvik. You're just gonna like bring him back. Yeah. Maybe we can ask him. Que- Actually, we should ask some questions first. Yeah, might as well make the best of it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So we'll bring him back. Cobalt. Common. Is it Whatever. common? They all have common. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Or they'd at least all understand it. Okay. Um. All right. So. Kolvik, you cast Revivify on this cobalt that is pinned down, and it immediately starts screaming. <laughs> I'm going to cover his hand with my mouth. Oh, like, just cloth. It immediately <laughs> cover his hand with your mouth. Put <laughs> <laughs> his fucking hand in your mouth. <laughs> Be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> he's screaming and he sees you do that. He's like, ah! <laughs> I cover his hand with my mouth. Come <laughs> by, uh, you murderous fucking weirdos! <laughs> so confused. <laughs> his wounds heal, but he's pinned down, and then he's suddenly awake. Okay, so by his mouth with my hand. Yes, I. Oh man, <coughs> be quiet if you want to live, Cobalt. So, in my head, I think he's totally not going to live. Man, you guys, <laughs> yeah, you get the Morgan Freeman voiceover. He was not going to live. <laughs> <laughs> So on a three, you guys are very lucky that this kobold's uh, two seconds of screaming is not enough to draw the attention of any of the other potential kobolds that may or may not be in these caverns. So you've got your hand over his mouth. Roscoe whispers sweet nothings to him. Roscoe, why don't you give me an intimidation roll? My intimidation. Eight. Uh, he doesn't seem terribly intimidated by you. Uh, and I cut off one of his fingers immediately. Oh my oh god. My god. <laughs> Whoa. So you're like starting to hack away at this guy already. Kolvik is still like covering his mouth. <laughs> and uh, well, let's roll one other thing here. Oh yeah, for sure. So you guys re- revive this dude. Get the hand over him. And as you're going to cut off a finger, um, <laughs> Mitch comes at him with the sword. <laughs> uh, so... Oh, well, a 16. That's a pretty good strike for an amateur. Uh, he's not getting any proficiency bonuses or anything, but he, like... The, do you guys know what the weaver stance is for holding a pistol? It's what the uh, what the old-timey FBI guys used to do. Oh, like, like, you just hold it in front of you. So that's what he's doing. He's just got both hands on, on the pommel, and he's holding it straight forward, and he just runs at the Kolvik. Oh, no. Uh, or at the Kobold. He manages to miss Kolvik. I would imagine, like, Kolvik's, like, got two hands on, on the mm-hmm. Kobold's mouth, and he, yeah. like, all of a sudden from, like, your armpit comes a sword, buries it in this Kobold's heart, and the cobalt is back to dead again with it once. <laughs> and I just look up and I say, oh, the nice stab. Well done, Mitch. Yeah, okay. Well, we're okay. Just obviously just shocked and surprised. Let's uh, move on then. You're cool with death. Pick up my immovable rod. Yeah. Good choice. How's uh, Mitch feeling about all this? Uh, you can tell he, he looks like Brant in this picture of Brant. He's he is visibly excited as the cobalt blood. I would suspect cobalt blood would be green. Is uh, dripping off the edge of this short sword, and he's still he's still holding it like in that weaver stance grip. He's just like 
And he's just smiling, like turning to face each of you, and the sword is swinging with him as he turns. I go ahead and put his <laughs> my hand on his hands and kind of just lower the sword. I'm like, well, <laughs> that went about as well as we expected. That is the scene where Bunny offers to blow Brant, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> 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 Tells him he's going to watch. <laughs> what, is it? what the fuck does he say in that scene? Uh, I got to go find an ATM. What does Brant say, though? He just goes, we're we're all very fond of Mrs. Lebowski. (laughs) Something like that. I think he says, the first thing he says is okay after that uncomfortable laugh. (laughs) Oh, he just laughs. (laughs) (laughs) He says something after that. He totally wants to watch. Anyway, I do love that scene. And I think it is, he does say something about, like, we're all very fond of Bunny or whatever. Anyway, so... uh, Mitch is giddy with excitement. Uh, He got the bloodlust, just like Columbus. And now you guys are all standing in a room full of dead kobolds. What would you like to do for me? Oh, I'm sorry. And I should have described the room itself a little more. Uh, There is nothing of interest in this room. In fact, it reeks. And you see that there is an entrance off to the the, uh, tunnel you entered from the northeast. There is a tunnel exiting to the northwest. The way I had. You head away. You enter this room. This is a much larger room. You see it's stretching away to a corner in the southwest. And it opens up significantly going north of you. In this room... Well, that's the table's dice now. (laughs) Oh man, I cannot roll for shit. There we go. In this room, you see a group of five kobolds that are awake, but they are huddled around a little fire about 20 feet away from you, and they're just kind of jib-jabbing away over there. Anybody want to do the honors? Anybody have an area of effect spell? Or like an, like a, is that what it's called? AOE? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How many do we have? Five. Five you can see. They're all sleeping? No, they're awake or sitting around a fire. What if you made that fire uncontrollably large and burns them all? Well, I can definitely cast Fireball on them and use a spell slot. I don't know if that's a great plan. How quickly do you think I can shoot off five arrows? Well, I mean, if you want to shoot off arrows, we can go for the... I mean, there's four of us, five of them, and they have a very short amount of it. I mean, as long as we can keep them quiet. Mm, Quiet part's the hard part. We can still try the... I can still try the fireball. That'd be pretty cool. Hey, it's the fireball loud spell. I don't know. It's fire loud. What is <laughs> fire? Hmm? What is fire? What about, like, chain lightning or something like... I mean, I guess that's that's a bigger spell. You don't want to waste it on kobolds. Huh. Fire would be fairly loud. Hmm. It's almost like we'd want to, like, make a noise over here and maybe they'd come to us, or... What if we planted a bean? Ooh, that's always that's always fun. Ah, I see. A completely random thing that could happen. <laughs> yep, yep. And a, and a it could be great. And a mindful of dragons. <laughs> Who knows? So, yeah, never mind. Okay. What are you guys thinking? Brant's getting uh, sorry. Mitch is getting itchy. Hey. I. How about this? I can cast some minor illusions. I can see if I can draw some of them out here. Could you make? Can you make them go in the fire? No, not with my current spells anyway. You got no crazy making spells. Uh, oh I have <laughs> no thoughts besides running just in and just kind color of... difference. Oh, you know what? I'm just gonna run up there and stab two of them, leaving three, and we'll see what happens. How's sure. that? Well, I, I have some cantrips with minor illusions, so it doesn't cost me much to try to lure a couple out. Okay. All right. And I can make these things real. So, so all right. So we're kind of looking make into this. Make a couple room. of sexy kobolds. Uh, and... So what if I sneak out here and you draw them to like here and then I step behind them if I can and start killing them from the darkness. Killing me softly with... You know what I mean? What do you, what do you think kobolds desire most in the world? Aren't they greedy little fuckers? Don't they want gold? It's probably why they're hanging out with a dragon. They Respect the horde. Get some kobolds on the map here. So I want to... Well, are they mammals or reptiles or what's going on with kobolds? Kobolds are reptiles. They are... They kind of almost look like 
mini humanoid dragons in a way. They've got a similar snout and like head skull. All right, so they don't thing. necessarily get horny like people do. <laughs> but like a female kobold's not going to bring them around. Oh yeah, sure they would. Well, here's what I'd like to try to do. Do, do you have any idea how many people like hypersexualize everything in D and D? I could. I guarantee you, if you if you Google sexy kobold. <laughs> I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> All I've got is minor illusion, so that creates just a small illusion. So I don't think I can create a full kobold. So what I'd like to try to do is just the closest kobold make an illusion where he thinks maybe he dropped a gold coin and it starts bouncing on the ground towards Roscoe. I really enjoy that image. I was going to say, since you couldn't do a whole kobold, what if you did like a sexy kobold leg? <laughs> from around the, corner, <laughs> around the, corner, <laughs> the saxophone starts playing. <laughs> uh, I really enjoy the image of the gold coin. So like, let's say it, uh, it like, like he thinks it fell out of his pocket or something. So he wants to catch it quick. So I want to make it seem like it fell off of his belt, bounced down the ting, yep. ting, 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 starts rolling down that way. Uh, why don't you give me, ooh, why don't you give me a d20 roll plus your, uh, spellcasting bonus? Okay. That would be a 28. Oh, man. All five kobolds see this gold coin drop. <laughs> and it, like, they're all greedy AF. Doing the AF thing a little too much today. Anyway, they're all greedy as fuck. <laughs> And so they start running, and let's just make one more quick roll to see. That's a solid one, so ain't a damn one of them perceptive enough to see any hint of Roscoe. Uh, I'm going to scoot all of them on ye olde battle map down to about right yay. So they're right in front of Roscoe, and they're just about to enter that tunnel. Melvin, you would have been pretty close to the entrance of that tunnel. Uh And we'll put Mitch and Kolvik right behind you. And what I'm going to say is I'm going to give each of you one action. We'll call it essentially a surprise round of combat. And if things don't go well, we'll see where it goes from there. But Roscoe, you're always the quickest, so I'm going to let you act first. All right, I'm coming from Shadow. And obviously fairly powerful and have two daggers so i want to step from the shadow at both of my daggers and stab two of them at the same time if i can why don't you give me two attack rolls since these are upright and moving targets i haven't manually rolled for a long time so i don't know what my bonuses are let's see pretty damn good if i recall that doesn't help a lot all right so i rolled a 15 uh 20 for my first roll all right, and your second roll? <clears throat> 16. Both daggers sink in cleanly and efficiently through the hearts of these creatures, and you have slain two of the kobolds that are closest to you. Three of these kobolds remain. Kolvik, I'm going to give you the next turn. All right, I'm going to go up with my... kind of the, the first one I see up the, um, the trail here. I'm going to run up. And I will go to the left and go ahead and use my cool new item uh, that I have that I haven't used a whole lot. Sweet. Give me just the attack roll. If you hit it at all, you're going to kill it. Oh, but I want so much damage. I mean, you can roll to tell me what the damage would have been. We're all ex- <laughs> <laughs> I will not be outdone. <laughs> Asked and answered. <laughs> Allow me to retort. <laughs> oh my god. That my uh, uh Oh my god. I love it. Alright. It's that one there. I I mean it was enough. It was like seventeen. Alright, so that's definitely a hit. You can go ahead and roll me up some damage. Okay. You know what I don't have my other one up right now, but it is definitely more than six, but six will be enough since these guys don't have a whole lot. I thought I put that in your character. Oh, there it is. 13. And also that on your sheet. That thing. Anywho. It's only 13, it seems. Oh, yeah? Yep. But, I mean, it's a a running just straight to his face. 13. 
Absolutely. It's definitely enough to kill him. You bring down your glorious, glorious mace and with a holy radiant energy smash down upon the skull of this mm-hmm. poor pathetic kobold. He's reaching out and it's like his hand is almost on this imaginary coin and then his skull is crushed from behind. Uh, we're going to give Mitch the next turn. He is going to run past to right up next to that first kobold. <laughs> he's still doing the same thing. He's just like holding it <laughs> Holding the fucking sword straight in front of him. <laughs> I have no Yeah, it's like fart no roulette where here. It's coming from. All sides. It's a rap fucking nom in here. It's like... <laughs> it's 7.1. <laughs> fart oh, sound. Man. <laughs> like watching the new Sonic just shit from everywhere. Atmos. I love it. Or, or I guess we're all like... It's it's like 0. 0.4. 0. 0.4. <laughs> Every, everyone's the base channel. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be, like, rather than us uh, doing the butthole mics for Kickfarter, we're going to, I really want us to push for getting the full Dolby 7.1 surround sound recording set up in here. <laughs> yeah, Dolby. Two- THX. Brum, 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 brum. Two boost. <laughs> Seven point toot boost. <laughs> Big shout out to DM Rob for hashtag toot boost. <laughs> All right, so... I missed the THX noise. Yeah. Uh, a 13 is not enough. Mitch runs down the hallway and regrettably does not make contact with this kobold. It's a near miss, but a miss nonetheless. And Melvin, you get the last opportunity to attack these kobolds before they get a chance to do some stuff. So what's happening? Are both there's two kobolds left? Are they both still frantically chasing after this gold coin that's hopping down the hallway? I feel like at this point they are looking up and starting to notice you guys, but they're like they're like you know half bent over reaching for this coin and half looking up at all of you guys as their friends are like getting butchered around them. So I, what I'm going to try to do, I do have a longsword. I don't often use it, but. I'm going to try to chop both of their heads off while they're not looking as they're kind of swinging around this corner. Man, that is going to be a pretty specialized role. I am going to... Hmm, how do I handle that? Because that's a called shot, and I get real weird about called shots because called shots mean if you guys can start doing it, the monsters can start doing it to you. Um, so... If we happen to be <clears throat> running frantically around the corner chasing a gold coin. That's true, that's true. <laughs> So let's just say these guys have an armor class of 14. I'm going to let you roll your longsword, take a big ol' heap and swing at these guys, and if you hit an 18, I'll say you lop both heads off. Oh, this is going to be comically awesome. (laughs) Here we go. That would be, holy shit, that's a 17. (laughs) Do I get any bonus? you got to get a plus for something in there. For what? Do you want me to add my dexterity? Uh, dexterity, I think, is uh, either that or strength. Um, either way, that's... Well, I can't remember if that's a finesse weapon or not. Longsword? Yeah. Well, I get a plus to attack no matter what, right? Not always? Cause you, no, because you're proficient in that, so you'd get your proficiency bonus. So, yeah. You hop around the corner and wheel back, swing the sword forward, and chop-chop. Two, we cut back to the shadow against the cave wall, and two cobalt <laughs> heads go flying this time. Bloop, bloop. And betwixt. <laughs> Do we all see of them you. like, <laughs> like reach out and try to grab for their own heads? <laughs> like, <laughs> as they're falling down. Oh no, my head. I needed that. VGAT fans, I greet you. Welcome to the mid-roll, which is the middle of the episode. This is where we spend time talking to you about things about the podcast. We do it in the middle of the episode so that you're forced to listen to it. But aren't you glad you don't have to listen to ads here? One of my favorite podcasts got picked up by a network a while back, and they went from zero ads and a fun mid-roll like ours to having like six ads per episode. I had a hard time with that. 
Anyway, what I do have for you is some awesome news. We are very, very happy to welcome Zachary to our ranks of Patreon supporters. Zachary had sent us a message a while back, and I wanted to read a part of it because it was so awesome to hear. He said, I actually always used to think D&D was kind of dumb, or maybe for kids because of the imagination aspect. Personally, I blame my upbringing. But you guys have kind of introduced me to what I feel it is supposed to be. Just very genuine fun and fellowship all around. So you guys are kind of my introduction to Dungeons and Dragons. And I just wanted to say thank you. Not just for the immersive storytelling or the descriptive scenery, but the way you could set up a story and it just goes completely off the rails because of fun, silly, and imaginative players. Well, friend, we're really happy you're listening and enjoying, because we're pumped that you took the leap to become a patron. We hope you continue to listen and enjoy. On a more personal note, this is one of the most awesome things for me to hear. As a nerd, about the only thing I really want in the world is for other people to be into the thing that I'm into. I got introduced to D&D by the burnout kids down the block from me. They smoked, they drank beer, they lit off firecrackers, they listened to heavy metal, and perhaps, most importantly, they played Dungeons and Dragons. I was seven, maybe eight years old at the time. But of course, they only let me play with them for a little bit, and when they moved out, I didn't have anyone to play with for years after that. You have no idea how many stupid houses and castles and dungeons I drew just waiting for that day. I went through graph paper like it was going out of style. I had some pretty cool alternatives, like those awesome Lone Wolf Choose Your Own Adventure books and a bunch of other novels, but it was never quite the same. Seeing Dungeons & Dragons become what it has today has really made me happy. I can't stress enough how awesome it is to see our hobby rise above all the crap that's been thrown at it, become mainstream, and become a bastion of inclusivity and creativity. Speaking of cool stuff, I just reminded myself of the Lone Wolf books, and I have to put a plug in here for them because they're doing a really amazing thing. There is a website called Project Aeon, which is P-R-O-J-E-C-T-A-O-N dot org. From this website, you can actually read or play, or whatever the right term is, nearly all of the original Lone Wolf Choose Your Own Adventure books. I mean, these things carried me through my childhood. If you've never looked into these things before, I highly encourage you to do so now. They're online, they work well on a phone, a tablet, or a bigger screen. The original artwork is there. It's phenomenal. Alright, well, that's enough jabber from me for one day. I hope you're having a delightful day wherever you are, and thank you all again for listening. Let's get back into the action. You are in a once again still and silent cavern. You have, by the way, so far killed... 27 kobolds in these caverns. So that's a pretty good score so far. I hope I'm adding that up right. Maybe somebody can... This should go down in history as like some kind of kobold massacre. Uh-huh, or I'm going to look over here. What's over here? Uh, you sneak into that little corner. You don't see much of interest back there. Yeah, nothing of interest in that little corner to the east. You do see the cavern extending widely to the north and west and also going down once you round that corner to the south and west again. You do see that it goes wide to the north of you, and it goes back to narrow, and it to the left side... Well, let me have you roll... Uh, let's have you roll nature. 18. Uh, you can tell from the structure of the cavern, and, and like you're just kind of getting a feel for what this place is like, for where you've been and where you're going. Uh, you can tell that it's definitely opening up to a much larger area to the north of you, and it probably narrows down to more passages like you've been into the south and west of you. However, that affects your decision making. Yeah, I'm going to sneak around the corner this way. Heading south, you see... I don't really know what the hell that would be on the map. It looks like a box. You just There's a, just a fucking box over there. Look at that crate. Right, but there are no people. Sneak past the crate in this little passageway here. You see a passageway heading north and west. You can't see all the way into the northern side, but to the west, you see four kobolds. To the west, four kobolds. To the west. Are they sleeping the or awake? They are asleep, I should have specified. Kill them in their sleep. All right, give me those same rolls again. If you get anything lower, 19 or lower, you'll wake the rest up. 23. 29. Um, 33. 29. 
Nope, that's it. They're all dead. You want to kill more. <laughs> more! <laughs> kill them again. <laughs> we'll bring them back to life. You guys keep pace. Right, I'll, I'll scoot you guys over there. Toot scoot it. Alright, do I see anything of interest in this little room or just dead cobalt? Uh, you see... Nothing of interest in here. Alright, on we go to this little Y in the road. So it's a nice little, uh, killing adventure. Yeah, lots of stabbing. In the hallway that you have followed going south, you see two paths going away from you. It kind of forks to the south and forks to the east. You don't see anybody in plain view right now. I'll go this way. Heading to the east, you enter a larger room. You are fortunate that everyone is asleep, and let's roll again and see... There are eight kobolds in this room. Oh, Lord. Oh, man, he's going to start in. Just start in. Don't go yet. Go. 23. 31. 31. 18. Uh Uh-oh. All right, so you managed to kill... What was that, three of them? Yes. You managed to kill three of them, but five still remain. Uh, Let's say that the rest of the gang is... Back at basically where that hallway branched into a Y. That was a pretty cool game that we're playing here. Yeah, how many kobolds can you murder in their sleep? Uh, so there are five kobolds that are now awake. And what do they want to do? Um, man, they are just hollering their heads off right away. Um... Yeah, they just start screaming. So five in the room. Let me drop five on the map here just so I can start tracking this a little better. Glad there wasn't more of them. They barely fit in this little cavern room. Uh, So five of them in there. And you know what? Let's actually, let's drop a new initiative order here because this is going to start getting messy if we don't. I'm going to roll just once for all of the kobolds. They rolled well. So the kobolds enter the initiative order at 18. And we need to get a a Roscoe, a Melvin, and a Kolvik. Roscoe, what'd you roll for initiative? 18. Uh, your dexterity is going to be higher than theirs, so I'm going to give you that tie. So you're in front of them. Melvin. Seven. And Kolvik. All right, Roscoe, you are going to get the first opportunity to attack here. Um... I'm just going to give one the old one, too. Uh, Eleven? Eleven is actually a miss. Holy fuck. I didn't realize you could miss. Uh, you know what? I didn't put my proficiency on. Yeah, I was just saying. Sixteen? Was... <laughs> All right, that's a hit. Okay. <laughs> so one dead, and you're offhand. Twenty-five. Certainly a hit. That's going to kill that guy. I also, again, I don't think you can do less than the five damage or so that these guys take to kill. So, stab, stab, three kobolds remain. They see their brethren go down, and they start cowering and screaming. And... They're not enough to gather attention, at least as far as you can tell, yet. Kolvik, it's over to you. All right. And you're, like, 30 feet away? Let me see what we got. Let's actually measure this out. Yeah, you're about 30 feet away. All right. I'll go ahead and roll four. I'm going to go ahead and use my mace again. Just charge right in. Oh, mother clucker for 11. 11 is actually a miss. Yeah, but, um, yep, I'm going to charge right in and hit the wall right behind me for apparently just getting too excited. He ducks or something or other, but I missed. All right. Oh, you know what? How could I have possibly forgotten? <laughs> Let's get Mitch into the turn order here. Uh, Mitch is going to come into the turn order at a four. Uh, Melvin, over to you. Um, I'm going to proceed down towards Roscoe and Kulvik and cast Rave Perkins. All right. You've got three beams. One for each of them. Pew, pew, pew. I've got three beams, one for each of you. <laughs> Uh, that is going to be a constitution save, right? Yeah, it's a DC 18. Uh, so let's see here. Number Juan is a failure. 
Number two is a failure. Number three is a failure. Actually, let me double check that. I'm assuming that they have... Yeah, they have a negative one to their constitution. The highest one did roll an 18. Uh, so, <laughs> Melvin slides into the room. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> poop, poop, poop. Because <laughs> uh, all three of these guys uh, are going to shit themselves to death. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> First feces. Then their innards come out. And then just a weak drizzle of blood. Oh, oh. You almost feel bad for them. Almost. Almost. <laughs> and then their skeleton. Uh, so, and I actually, I had to read through the description again. Uh, if this damage kills the creature, it is forced completely inside out. So, with the sound horrifyingly like balloon animals being made. All three of them at the same time? Well, because you, you like pew, 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 and they like, you know, there's a slight stagger. But yeah, all three of these guys are inside out now. Oh, and can't make that. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they... Uh, it's poor Mitch watching this. <laughs> Mitch did not make it into the room in time to see, although he comes a running with his little sword and he's trying to peer like around Kolvik, who's filling up most of the hallway back there. And uh, he catches the smell. <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't keep running in. He, he backs away. <laughs> Stops him in his tracks. Whoa. This isn't the adventure I signed up for. All right, eight more kobolds down. What does that bring us to here? Eight and eight is 16, 20, 30. 39 kobolds have been slaughtered so far. What are the chances one is watching from the shadows and can spread the word of what happened here? Do you want that or don't want that? Maybe I want that. Felt like you pointed that at me. That was more... Kind of, I was felt like it went like into my ear. <laughs> right in the, uh, the direction of earlobes. I was more going for the dampening panel. <laughs> you need to fart directly into it. Next <laughs> oh man, these things are basically just big absorbent. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't want to think about what these things are going to smell like in another year. I wish poop was under like black light so you could just turn off the light. And oh, get a... isn't it? Good fucking Jackson Pollock painting in here. I don't think it shows up like that. Brown light. <laughs> <laughs> all right i mean i wonder how they would do that because i know like a lot of times at like mcdonald's uh the new like uh automated um ordering machines i forgot what they're oh yeah all the whatever yeah, they, yeah. Like, automated teller instead of a human a lot of them have e coli and poop particles on them that is the one thing that makes me nervous about moving into our futuristic society without cashiers i'm excited about the lack of cashiers because I just don't like dealing with people pretty much ever if I don't have to. But I'm going to be touching a lot more things that other humans are touching. Well, that's what we're going to do. We're going to advertise VGAT finger rubber pointers. So you can just put them on whenever you're to like a machine or something. So you can go ahead and poke it and you can just go ahead and take it off. Finger condoms? Finger condoms. Yeah, we're going to do finger condoms for the Americans. So you can go ahead and ATMs. Go ahead and use that. Anything you need automated. We'll make sure it's touchscreen. Yeah, we'll do it here first, though, just to make sure that your finger is unmolested by other people's buttholes. ATM prophylactic? Uh-huh. One of my favorite things is walking down the hallway at work and seeing the local building engineer slash plumber standing and waiting for the elevator, and then he reaches out his plum his, uh, his plumber. <laughs> Reach <laughs> reaches out his... <laughs> plunger to push the elevator button yeah you see the back yeah. end or the front end the front end yeah you have zero clue what people are doing yep i saw it happen no i kept walk i walked right on by i wasn't actually using the elevator so <laughs> and you never did again <laughs> Roscoe, you find a small room that is to the south, or what is now your left. You see three kobolds in there. I assume you want to go in and stab? Yep, sure do. Um, 21. Kill? Uh, 24. Kill? 31. Kill. Three more kobolds down. Man, this is cool. 
Ahead of you, you see a small pocket of empty space, nothing really in there, and then paths that go north and south. Hmm. Hmm. I'll head north. North does a little loop-de-loop around a U-shaped corner, and you come to a fairly large room. Uh, we're going to make one roll to see... They are asleep, and there are... In this room, you see a total of 11 kobolds. Go, Ross, go. They are all asleep. Ross, go. Let's rock. Ross, go. Hang on one second. I just got to add something up. All right, so to this point, by the way, you have killed 42 kobolds, the best number of kobolds, not the nicest number of kobolds. But the answer in number of kobolds. <clears throat> yes. All right, so there are a total of 11. You rolled your first roll, which was? 35. Kill. 22. Kill. 20. Kill. 40. Or 35, I'm sorry. Hold on. 28. Mm-hmm. 28. Yeah. 28. Oh, 26. 24. 23. One more. 19. Woo! Uh, on the very last one. And what is that last, last one going to do? Uh, he is dumb enough to try and attack you. And he's going to roll a... He's going to miss. Man. The Roscoe Show. 16. That's enough to kill. All right, so you've now killed a total of 53 kobolds. Dang. Slinking around in the dark. Back that hallway that you came. Oh, wait, let me look. Nope, there's nothing interesting in here. Right. Yep, back this way. Look at this room down here. Uh, you see one small room with uh, just kind of like a mess and a bunch of crap in it, but there is one final chamber that you have not explored in this particular set of corridors. And in that relatively small room are five more kobolds. Are they awake? Uh, oh, yeah, I should roll for that. They're asleep. All right. 35. One. Um, 34. Two dead. 21. Dead. 22. Mm-hmm. 29. Man, another five sleeping kobolds killed. <laughs> 58 total so far. This is quite the kill fest. Oh, yeah. Back up and through the hallway. I assume everything's okay. Uh, well, yeah, everybody's dead. <laughs> Everything is okay. All right. So we're heading back out into this main chamber, fellas. I thought with that uh, little side chamber, I thought there might be a way to sneak up and around. So I think I know where this one's going. So we'll slink up little by little till we see something. All right, so I'm just going to push you ahead on the map. You move approximately 60 feet or so up ahead. And I'm going to have each of you make a stealth check. With me rolling for Mitch. Uh, shitty. Shitty, shitty, bang, bang, shitty, shitty, bang, bang, you see me. You see me. Huh. That just happened. 27. All right. 27. Kolvik? Uh, let me pull this up real quick. Sorry about that. Uh, Melvin? <laughs> 14. Fistel? Uh, that'd be a gentleman's three. Okay. Uh, thankfully, we're doing a majority rule on this one, so the good rolls outweigh the bad rolls. Oof. Uh, Mitch got a 13 as well. So that is enough. As you peer around the corner, you see a massive cavern that is the resting place of Cryphalex. The room is huge, probably 60 feet across at least, and it is wall-to-wall treasure. Gems, piles of gold, weapons, armor, artwork, the place is just fucking filthy with it. And in the center of it all, lays the massive red dragon herself. Possibly one of the largest creatures you have ever seen. Scales ranging in color from scarlet to burgundy, each one the size of a table, cover this enormous beast. It has talons the size of a horse, and you notice matching gouges deep in the solid rock in the walls around you. This creature is currently asleep and has not noticed you. Can we see the eyes of whatever they are? 
Zur. Yeah. Zur. Uh, why don't you give me a perception check? Well, that's not good. Let's see what kind of bonus we get. Not a great bonus of zero. Four. You can't see it from where you are. <sighs> We're still talking in our heads, right? That is still a capability you have. Uh, may each of us take a look for these gems from where we are? Yeah, let's look. Um, I'm gonna say that you guys are really just relying on Roscoe at this point. Because if all of you roll, you're gonna succeed. So I can't just let you roll until you win. All right. All right, Ken. Let's go. What do you see? I can't see anything at the moment. So we do or do not see this dragon? We see you the see- dragon. We don't see the treasure that we need. Um, the specific treasure. This for so how big is this dragon? Uh, it is gargantuan. So in a battle map, it takes up a twenty by twenty or four by four grid. Uh, so it is, well, it's about 20 by 20. Let's say it's curled uh, up like a cat right now. What if we throw a rock at it? Why, why don't we get <laughs> why don't we get Roscoe invisible and then have him sneak up, try to find it? The last thing I want to do is wake this thing up. We can. I can try. All right, let's do it. I have, a, I have one other idea. Okay. So, so you said this thing's like about 20 feet by 20 feet? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, 20 squares by 20 squares. Right. But, no, no, no. It's feet. 20 by 20 is like the, the total area of it in, in feet, not in squares. Oh. I, so this, I feel so this, so this thing's sleeping. Mm-hmm. Kind of curled, curled up like a cat. Okay. And... You want me to try to assassinate the dragon? Nope. Well, one, one of my it. thoughts is I could restrain this dragon, potentially. Yep. Uh Potentially, it's a. Uh, you want it, me to run through the plan that's in my head? We got all we got is time. I want to go steal these eyes, bring them back to where everybody is right here. I want to have you use that spell to make copies of the eyes. I want to give them to Mitch. I want to pin Mitch to the floor with my immovable rod, uh, and then leave. <gasps> Mitch can definitely hear this plan. <laughs> yeah, if you're. Well, are are you going to communicate with Melvin? <laughs> communicating this to Melvin. Oh, I don't know how this works. So. Yeah, how does that do? You can't do like it's not a is this a is PVP this a uh, kind of is this a broad broadcast network or <laughs> a, a, like hey this bitch, is, don't listen. Cover your ears. I feel like I need to look. <laughs> Cover your ears for this telepathy. Yeah. I feel like you could go over. Mitch, like, are you on board with this plan? <laughs> <laughs> you could go over and whisper this to Melvin if you wanted to keep it a secret, okay. or you could just fucking. I'm gonna say that the the mental link is a broadcast. <sighs> I whisper it to Melvin. Melvin's right. right next to me. Yeah, Melvin moves next to you. Then. All right, Melvin. What do you think about this plan? <laughs> so we're gonna. So you want to make a copy of the gemstones, mm-hmm. give them to Mitch like he thinks that he has them, and then but then just push him down and then put mm-hmm. a rod over him? He'll complain and bellyache and the dragon will wake up and say, hey, you have my things. And he'll do whatever he's going to do. Who knows? I would actually... <laughs> <laughs> Probably good yeah. things. No, I would, I, would, I would have to interject and say no to this plan. Well, you haven't heard it yet. Oh, true. Yeah. No, I just actually I don't know. Yeah. So that's why I wanted to see the eyes, like from where we are. Because if you could make copies, I could just leave them there. But if I have to bring them back to make a copy, or you could sneak with me. How is how's your sneak? My sneak's pretty good. I have good stealth, and I can additionally cast invisibility on myself anyway. And actually, on both of us, if we wanted to. Now, just out of curiosity, what are you trying to achieve here? Steal these eyes of Zerk. And then, like, if there's fake copies sitting there, then the dragon maybe won't be suspicious, at least until we're away. Why are we pinning Mitch down with them? Well, we're not right now. (laughs) (laughs) Right now, if Melvin sneaks along with me, we can make a copy right where the eyes are. If I have to come back to the group, then rather than sneak back after the copies are made, I will pin Mitch down with the copies. So the dragon still thinks the eyes are in his cavern. Hmm. Um, two things I'm going to point out just on that plan, uh, which is why I was asking, because I suspect it was something like this. 
Um, Melvin's concentration would not be able to... Well, you could probably even maybe concentrate, but once you guys like step through the portal and the portal closes, those uh, copies will disappear. Because uh, Melvin doesn't have a way of making permanent physical objects, right? Well, um, hold on. They're actually... Let me think about this. Hold on. So I thought your ability let it be real up to one minute. But maybe that was just larger things. If I if I cast um well, they won't be they won't be they won't be physical objects, but I can cast major illusion at a sixth level, which means the spell lasts until I dispel it. Oh, sure. and it doesn't require my concentration to hold. It just becomes a thing until you dispel it. Or until, like, somebody investigates it or whatever, like, sees through it. doesn't say anything like that. It says, well, I mean, the well, the base spell, let me see what the base spell says. How far away from the decanter of squirting can you be for it to work when you say the words? A creature that uses its action to examine the image can determine that it is an illusion with a successful intelligence check against my, cell, my spell save DC. If a creature discerns the illusion for what it is, the creature can see through the image and its other sensory qualities become faint to the creature. But it, but the image is still there for other people to be fooled, etc. Dang. Um, and you have to be holding the squirting bottle for it to activate. Okay. Just uh, my other option, I could cast my major image and use my illusory, illusory reality ability to cast... Um, like a, I was thinking like kind of like a collar or something over the dragon's neck to keep it in place. And maybe we could potentially kill it. This is going to be the most badass thing we've ever fought. Like, it would probably kill us. What if it's like bolted to the ground, though? It could only face one direction then maybe at that point. Also, I fully expected stats to be sky high. Probably. According to Google. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, an, an ancient dragon is like, besides probably Chad, is one of the most badass things we'll probably encounter. Oh, just you wait. But remember, we're invincible. <laughs> can you cast a rumor on this thing? I can only cast an illusion that's 20 by 20. And it doesn't fit around the dragon? It won't. I, I don't know if it'll fit around that. Maybe while it's sleeping right now because it's a 20 by... 20 because it's curled up curled up yeah i'm gonna just look episode 88 Roscoe in the Darkness, was released on June 9th, 2019. Worry not, friends. You are never more than seven days away from more... Vegan! 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 The Very Good Adventuring Team! Oh, ow! Did you Fuck. stub your toe? <laughs> or did you fart so hard it hurt? Yeah. <laughs> it was, uh... I sprained my butthole. <laughs> Can you do that? It's all... <laughs> well, why not? I mean, you could tear your anus. Why Can you tear your anus fighting? I'm sure you could. I don't think you could sprain a butthole. Because no. isn't, isn't spraining, like... T more tendons than mm -hmm. muscle? It's, it's overextending a tendon, right? That's what a sprain is? Mm-hmm. And there's no tendons in your in your actual butthole. <laughs> I sprained my butt tendon. <laughs> a ligament. Torn a ligament. ligament. Oh, it's a tear. Yeah. A sprain, also known as torn ligament, is damage to one or more ligaments in a joint, often caused by trauma or joint, so it's joint ligaments. Can you just, you can just pull a muscle, right? Could you mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Pull, a, pull your butthole? <laughs> I don't think there's no, what muscle are you working with there? That's that whole there's there's muscle. Yeah. yeah. The whole sphincter is just muscle all the way around, just keeping can, you puckered. Can you sprain your sphincter? I'm sure you can. <coughs> if there's anything I'm confident about when it comes to buttholes, it is this. Pulled butthole. Let's see how that comes up. <laughs> no, not that. <laughs> is it possible to, <coughs> to strain 
or pull your anus from justanswer.com. Ah. From a health prof- professional, doctor. <coughs> it, sounded like, it sounded like it was going to be written in play format. From a health professional. Doctor, what have you done to your butthole? Patient, I do not know, doctor. Doctor, <laughs> you pulled your butthole. Patient, oh no. Not my butthole.